Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I am your host, Ed Cheney. I'm also here with lovely Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. We've got to go and plan for you today. This is not unfamiliar. Most common drugs used today to control high blood pressure have significant and unwanted side effects, and we all know people on high blood pressure medicine. Yes. Today, we are going to talk about how CBD may be playing a role as an alternative. I think it's a good idea to explore, always explore when you're on a medication, what might be a little bit more natural and less harmful. Yeah. Yeah, it, there's, and, and even the pharmaceutical world recognizes high blood pressure comes with a lot of risks. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, it, uh, it's, it's worth uh, finding alternatives, especially when they are plant-based. Always, always the right thing to do. And, uh, and hopefully money does not dissuade us away from it. Um, so what we're going to do, and we're going to do this as we normally uh, try to gain a general understanding of the topic, then move into peer-reviewed studies, not people's opinions. So clinical trials, stuff like that. Uh, that's the only news we'll share with you, or when we share that news, you, you can bet we went through a lot to make sure that what we were looking at was significant, relevant, and peer-reviewed was important. Okay, because other than that, it could just be somebody's opinion, right? Right, right. All right. Yeah. So let's first dive in and let's talk about what heart disease is all about, how that's related to high blood pressure. High blood pressure is just a contributor to heart disease. Um, let's. Uh, so, so what are cardiovascular diseases anyway? Well, they include abnormal heart rhythms and arrhythmias. How about aorta disease or Marfan syndrome? There's congenital heart disease, coronary artery disease, heart attack, heart failure, heart muscle disease. These are all relevant to cardiovascular. And the common causes uh, and conditions would include heart defects you were born with, uh, coronary artery disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, smoking, excessive use of alcohol or caffeine, drug abuse, and the big one at the very bottom that we're all very familiar with is stress. Yeah, it definitely seems to be playing a big role in this uh, in this show today. Uh, and I, you know what? And we did discuss this topic, Kimberly and I, uh, that it was relevant in light of today's activities around the uncertainties around coronavirus and so forth. Uh, I'm pretty sure stress level is at an all-time high. Yeah. Yeah, you're either stressed out because you don't know what's going to happen or you're stressed out because you're locked in your house or you're stressed out because now you've been let go. And that's also stressful because, like, what do you do there? Yeah. yeah, it's just it's stress all over the place. Yep, lots of stress. So I hope that our, our content today will help. Yes. Uh, and it'll spread across, you know, both, uh, you know, cardiovascular 
high blood pressure, and it even goes into uh, some anxiety and calmness. Anyway, that'll all surface up. Uh, let's start with giving you a, a, a kind of a, an understanding of the direction that the research will be showing how CBD plays a role in high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Really, it's very, very simple. CBD affects your endocannabinoid system. That is a fairly new system in your body. Remember, it was discovered back 1980. That was not very long ago. It is the effects that CBD has on your endocannabinoid system that we'll be talking the most about. And it's really just these two parts. And we've had lots of shows on these two sub, uh, these two uh, pieces of how CBD affects our endocannabinoid system, and that is inflammation and anatomide. Those are going to be the two most talked about today uh, as we go over research papers. All right, inflammation, CBD, inhibits the enzyme called COX2, which is, and so that's what uh, inhibits inflammation, and it's the exact same thing that Tylenol and Advil target. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me get that correct. That's the same thing that Advil and aspirin target, is that COX-2 COX enzyme. The other thing that CBD does to reduce inflammation is it downregulates production of cytokines, and cytokines are designed to encourage inflammation. All right, so I told you that the biggest impacts are going to be inflammation and this, uh, this uh, hormone called anandamide. So inflammation. Mm-hmm. And then CBD triggers the production of anandamide in your uh, hormone system. And they call it the happy molecule. Yeah. Okay. So you can probably imagine reducing stress and getting good night's sleep. And so right. Forth. Just calming you down. All right. Calming you down. Yeah. So that'll be the general consensus of all the research we'll be sharing with you today. And that just kind of, you know, so you can kind of stay focused on what's real because reading research papers is always difficult. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. So, um, and then the, there is one other piece, and that is your homeostasis. I mean, your endocannabinoid system having the ability to put your body in homeostasis, which is truly in balance so everything works correctly, has got to have a positive impact on both high blood pressure and cardiovascular, or uh, yeah, heart disease. So, homeostasis will be our last one. Yes. All right, so, hey, let's talk a little bit about what risk factors are involved in uh, heart disease. Age, apparently, is uh, one that causes damage and narrowing of the arteries. And if you get, if it, yeah, yeah, already. Sex, men are generally at a greater risk of heart disease. Heart disease. Uh, women tend to have an increase in their risk after menopause. Uh, family history. A family history of heart disease increases your risk um, quite high. So um, before the age of, eight, of, of 55 for a male, um, you know, almost doubled. Okay. Oh, wow. So the, if, if you have a family member, obviously a parent or, or in your family that has high blood pressure, it's hereditary? Uh, heredity, heredity has a lot to do with it. Okay. Is what they're suggesting. Okay. Um, smoking. Nicotine constricts, constricts the blood vessels. 
Say that again, nicotine constricts the blood vessels. And carbon monoxide can damage their inner lining, the blood vessels inner lining. Uh, so bo both of these increase your chances of heart attack. Uh, how about certain chemotherapy drugs and radiation therapies for cancer? Also are high risk factors in uh, heart disease. How about a poor diet? We probably all know this one. Poor diet, everybody measuring their cholesterol. Well, and that's something that um, I think has got to be the most common reason, right? Because you, what you put in your body, yeah. I mean, obviously exercise, because you always want to get your blood moving through your body. So if you're not doing that and you don't have a great diet, things are just kind of like clogging up. It's like the sink that, you know. Doesn't you pull that attention. terrible stuff out when it doesn't yeah. work anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You got her. You got her. Uh, so we got, we got poor diet. We got high blood pressure, uh, which some things we'll be talking about today. We have high blood cholesterol levels. We have diabetes, obesity, physical activity, stress, and poor hygiene. So now you have an idea of some of the risk factors that are leading uh, to uh, heart problems. Yeah, um, that's a lot. That's really actually a lot of stuff. I also want to share with you uh, what we ran into as we started to dig on the research for cannabinoid as a role in lowering blood pressure and general heart health is interestingly enough, this was actually studied as early as 1972. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Uh, the study concluded there. Now, this is kind of an odd way to, to approach this, but it led into studies shortly after it. But uh, this, the, the study concluded that those who took between 10 and 600 milligrams of CBD daily for a period of, uh, you know, I, I can't remember how many days, and I didn't write that note down, but they took it over a short period, uh, did not induce any psychological effects. You know, commonly everybody's a little worried about, you know, how they'll feel after taking high doses of CBD. Yeah. But they all reported significant increases in both calmness and sleep as compared to the other group that was taking a placebo. Right. Now, that led to, well, of course, everybody knows that stress is one of the, you, you thought it was diet. Uh, but the Heart Association believes that today it stresses the leading risk factor. Really? Yeah. So, so I mean, how does I mean, I know how stress is hard on your body, but how does it roll into like a heart disease? It's just, it's just your is your heart pumping more when you're stressed out? Is it is is it just accumulation of all this stuff happening in your body that? It's just working that much harder? There is. There, there's, there's lots, and that's a whole different science, and, yeah. and we'll peer into it more in the last segment of today's show. Uh, but to, to answer your question, the short answer, it's all kinds of things. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's scary how stress can really creep into everything. Yep. Um, now, uh, so those led into then more studies that started focusing in on how CBD or cannabis products were helping to reduce anxieties and stress so mm -hmm. uh, prior studies uh, had been done uh, let me see here Ro roll, roles of the uh, endocannabinoid system uh, in cardiovascular disease studies started as early as 1998 
And the interesting thing, sorry, I had to look right. The interesting thing about how they started to uncover our endocannabinoid system uh, starting in 1998, that it grew. And then the one cannabinoid that is the most effective in a human's endocannabinoid system just happens to be CBD. Yeah. So, of course, in 1998, they started studies on your endocannabinoid system. You, they couldn't help but move into the next phase, which is, okay, how is uh, large quantities of, of cannabinoids affecting our endocannabinoid system? Okay, so just giving you kind of like a, a lead-in on some of the research we'll be talking about today. Uh, does that make sense? I think so. <laughs> right? <laughs> so they started in this area and realized that it was going to branch off into all these other places. Right. I mean. Right. Yeah. So here we have, uh, we have, uh, two, uh, we're, we're in 1998, and I, I just see an abundance of studies from 1998 on. Yeah. And when I say abundant, um, there was lots of them. Uh, but you can tell, and especially as I read some of the newer ones, uh, that they're, they're really being, ch they're challenging all these older studies uh, because they had just learned about the endocannabinoid system and they really weren't measuring things as efficiently as they measure today when they do clinical trials. Yeah. Right? Um, okay, so just, you see this great buildup of all these studies happening. And, but the interesting thing is, is I couldn't find anything after 2017. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and when, you guys ran into the same issue. Yes, we did, yeah. and I, um, I thought that was interesting, and I didn't know if it was was it because they they thought they'd done the research or. Uh, so I have, you know, I think no. Are they no. Went, are they just went off into other areas? No, nope. I, I I have a feeling, and you know, sometimes I could be a conspiracist. Yes. But I have two feelings. One is, of course, financially driven. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as the farm bill deregulated uh, hemp out of the cannabis schedule, well, now it became an opportunity. Okay. All right. So I think now people are doing or people doing research after that activity happened. It was all about an agenda. You know, maybe a pharmaceutical coming out of it. Maybe you know funding for so. Uh, so I think it turned into uh, financial. Uh, or the other reason I think might happen might have happened is once it got legalized, then all the patents mm -hmm. started showing up. And once patents show up, you know, a general well, clinical research facility is going to run into a patent, and they're not going to have any direction to go in. Oh shoot! You know? Okay. Yeah, because when somebody locks that area up, you know, you gotta you gotta go through a process or pay or can't get to it at all. But whoever owns patent kind of controls that a little bit. Oh, great. Well, that's not, uh, that's not good for research, and that's what we need. And that's what we need. And all the papers that I'll be reading today, they all came to the same conclusion. Wow, this is, there is a very positive connection, and there needs to be more studies. Most of the studies you're going to see also uh, were, were done animal, uh, animal studies. So. Okay. Uh, so anyway, well, let's give us a little extra time uh, on our next section. Let's take a quick break so I can compile everything. And then uh, when we come back, we're going to pour over some peer-reviewed clinical studies for you uh, that will help you just kind of look at 
you know, in, for your own intelligence to decide whether CBD plays a role or not. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas jeff and ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects it's about making the mistakes taking the chances summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Okay, welcome back, listeners. All right, high blood pressure. How does CBD affect high blood pressure? Let's talk about it now. I have three reviews. Three, three clinical researches uh, is what it really meant to say. Three clinical research papers to review with you today. Uh, all three of these are the most current we could find, also in 2017. The, uh, the first one, uh, and, and we're going to talk a lot about systolic blood pressure and diastolic blood pressure. And instead of interrupting in the middle of uh, reviewing one of these researches, I just want to remind our listening audience that systolic pressure is the pressure your heart exerts when it's beating. And then diastolic pressure is the pressure between the beats, the pressure in your, your arteries, your veins. Okay. Okay? I get it. All I right. think. So just the, the pressure in the vein itself is the diastolic pressure. Okay. All right. So with that, uh, the uh, title of the first review is going to be the endocannabinoid system and cardiovascular function, a novel insight and clinical implications of it. Now, this was, um, this was an interesting study for me to bring to you because it had less to do with cannabinoids, CBD, and more to do with how the endocannabinoid system in the human, that system, how it affects cardiovascular functions. 
Oh, okay. And I thought that was very interesting to bring that to you. Uh, they start this thing off with, you know, number one cause of death in the world is uh, cardiovascular disease. Or, yeah. So uh, that's pretty important to know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it's really what keeps us going, right? So yes, if we right. don't take care of it, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. The... Uh, they suggest that the endocannabinoid system was important because they've watched that the deregularization of that system played an extremely important role in a wide variety of conditions around cardiovascular disorder. Okay. All right. So, so put yourself in this place. So they just recently learned about the endocannabinoid system, mm-hmm. and now they're demonstrating that it has a lot to do with cardiovascular health. The the pharmacological manipulation of the endocannabinoid system has effects on blood pressure, cardiac contractility, (laughs) I know, endo, the Leo, uh, well, it's vasomotor control, so that's the expansion and the um, refraction of the, the veins. Uh, growing evidence from animal studies support the significance of the endocannabinoid system in cardiovascular disorders. So, uh, I'll say that again. Growing evidence from studies are supporting this. Okay. Um, let's see. So, let's go to, let's go to uh, the results. Drug testing or drugs targeting, targeting the CB receptors that you've all heard us talk about in your endocannabinoid system are proven effective in animal models mimicking cardiovascular disorders such as hypertension, myocardial infarctions, uh, and other related. So that's really where they, this, this particular paper was not leaning towards cannabinoids. They were leading more towards the pharmaceutical uh, alternatives that are triggered, triggering these CB receptors. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, but that means a lot to me. So they identified that the endocannabinoid system played a huge role in cardiovascular health. And then in other studies, I've pointed out, and it's already been pointed out very clearly, is that the hemp plan provides a large quantity of CBD, which has an, a huge impact on your endocannabinoid system. Yes. Keeping it working and doing what it's supposed to, upregulating, downregulating, and multiple systems throughout your body. So this first research paper demonstrated to me the importance of the, your endocannabinoid system role as it applies to cardio, uh, cardio health. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... Um a system, obviously, that we never even heard of, really, for many years. Right. And and now it's just a huge contributor to so many things right. that we're doing. So, I, I, uh, for me, obviously, I'm always the one that says take the CBD. But if you're already on medication, uh, we're going to start, we're going to talk later, right, about how you can introduce CBD in and maybe lessen some of your medicines with your doctors. Yeah, yes, def- definitely we are going to share what we learned yeah. uh, in, that, in that area in our last segment today. 
Um, so the next re next uh, research paper uh, we'll talk about is uh, this is from Pharmacol. Uh, February 2017, it says a systematic review of hemodynamic effects of cannabidiol. Now, hemodynamic is really about the blood flow. Okay. Okay. So uh, the effects of CBD that uh, the effects of CBD on blood flow is a better way to, is an easy way to put this. Uh, the conclusion of this study, so I can just jump right to it, was the positive effects induced by CBD included maintaining the fall in blood pressure after hypoxia. Okay. Two, reducing the increase in blood pressure and heart rate post-stress. And then finally, increasing blood flow. Okay. Uh, so these were the positive effects recognized when they brought uh, CBD. Uh, all right. Now, suggesting that CBD may, may be used as a treatment for various cardiovascular disorders such as hypertension, myocardial infarction, and stroke is one of their conclusions. They also suggested, however, the findings from the reviewed studies were predominantly preclinical and significant effects were only observed in animals. So data from human studies investigating the effects of CBD uh, is still very limited and we suggest further research in humans under pathological conditions is required. Uh, again, I'm gonna reiterate the date. This is February, 2017. Yeah. All right. So uh, everybody, and we almost read this, on every research paper we've done about CBD. You know, all the clinical uh, participants at the end are constantly saying the same thing. Right. You know, can only do this on humans. And we've talked about the why. Before the Farm Bill legalized hemp, it was still on the schedule. So it's probably pretty difficult to use it on humans. Right. If it's listed as a, you know, schedule drug. Right. And so how, uh, we, we talked about November being very important is are things going to change? Are things going to oh, yeah, improve? It, it, it's on the ballot. Uh, most all states, it's on the ballot. Uh, so you know, be looking. Okay. Be, you know, get get well informed. Uh, November will likely make a uh, a big swing in the cannabis world. Uh, let's see here. Um, so that pretty much was this route. Uh, this paper was concluding uh, the impacts of CBD. Uh, blood pressure, heart rate, post-stress, so forth and so on. Let's go to the third one we have here. This study was done at uh, NIHR in cooperation with Oxford, Oxford's Biomedical Research Center, uh, and this was June 2017. Uh, this one seemed to have the most amount of accolades. So I spent a little bit longer on this one. Uh, the aim of this study was to investigate whether CBD decreases the cardiovascular response to stress after the administration of just a single dose of CBD in healthy volunteers, healthy volunteers. All right, and their single dose was, everybody get ready, drum roll please. <laughs> 
I like to, I always like giving everybody how much they're using during these clinical trials yeah. because they're under medical supervision. And I know everybody's always a little cautious when it comes to dosing their CBD. Uh, so when I get a chance to share these clinical studies, uh, I like sharing how much they're using and how they're using it. Okay, so I, 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 I'm, I'm feeling like this is going to be a high a number. number. Yeah, 600 milligrams. In one dose? In one dose. Wow. Right. And this is just the CBD molecule, okay. right? That's correct. This is not yes. a full spectrum. They okay. have not talked about this being full spectrum. They did suggest that they got it from uh, Charlotte's Web. And Charlotte's Web is pretty known for full spectrum. So, huh. But they're not suggesting. Uh, they, they did not clarify exactly what... Uh, type of product okay okay the, just that they got it from Charlotte's web uh, yeah because that's usually in the whole bottle that we purchase <laughs> right <laughs> yes yeah, it's a lot okay um, epidemiology studies have shown a positive relationship between long-term stress and the development of cardiovascular disease I'm just making a note here from this study factors like social isolation low social economic status, depression, stressful family and work life, and anxiety are all associated also with increased risk of the development and accelerated progression of existing cardiovascular disease. Okay. Kind of, kind of steering in a direction, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So CBD is currently the focus of much research due to its potential in a number of therapeutic areas, as it has been shown to have anti-inflammatory, anti-convulsant, anti-oxidant, anti-exilic, uh, oops, <laughs> <laughs> anti-nausea, anti-psychotic properties. So a number of preclinical studies have also shown beneficial effects of CBD in a range of disorders of the cardiovascular system. Now, so these, this statement likely is, is uh, promoting why they are doing this study. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I think that um, we can always, we've always say, obviously, in every show, that it, it brings your body back down to homeostasis, which means that your body's in balance. If, you're, if you've got a stress trigger hitting off in your body and it's it's producing inflammation and it's sending you into this place of what they call like a storm right yeah um a cbd will go in there and it will just literally like a cascade and just calm yeah. all those things that are on fire inside you she looks very nurturing while she's this. <laughs> she really does uh let me tell you a little bit about how this study was set up all right, so they first uh, invited 10 healthy young male volunteers, mean age of 24, and um, with no underlying cardiovascular or metabolic disorders. Okay. All right, let's start there. The intent of this study was to divide them into three groups. I'm sorry, not divide them. Divide the results into three groups. They were first going to... Uh, apply ment mental arithmetic challenges to them. Okay. Okay, that was gonna give you know, some mental 
uh, stress. So yeah, I was going to say that. So that's going to send you right into stress. (laughs) (laughs) Arithmetic is is apparently the number one uh, that they use in clinical when they're trying to get uh, mental stress. Not nice. Uh, yeah, right? Okay. Um, and then we have uh, exercise stress test. Okay. Which, by the way, they call that isometric exercise. And then finally, we have the cold stress test. This is cold presser, uh, cold presser test is what they called it. Okay. Mm. So they divided these tests into three so they can identify with uh, you know, the, their, their patients during mental stress, physical stress, uh, you know, exercise stress, and then cold stress. So, in the cold stress, where they did they just put them in like a a cold room? They they adhered some cold function. I've seen people put them in water and ice. Oh wow! I couldn't tell you if it was. I think it would probably be a little bit bigger than just a cold room, but okay, could be. Uh, I don't know that for sure, but let's uh, let's talk about uh, the day they arrived. So, upon arrival, subjects were rested for ten to fifteen minutes. Their blood pressures and heart rates were recorded. Uh, using all digital. Uh, Participants were given a standardized breakfast and 15 minutes later, they were given either an oral CBD, uh, which was at 600 milligrams, or a placebo. So so again, they have, everyone was measured, uh, either was on the placebo or the, okay, Mm -hmm. or the CBD. Gotcha. This is a dose. Now, the, here, here's an interesting fact. They picked uh, 600 milligram. This is a dose known to cause uh, anx, uh, anxious or anx, anxiolytic effects <laughs> in human, and is comparable with what is used clinically. Clinic, clinically, and we've always seen high numbers used clinically. Yeah. 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 We see it all the time. Uh, uh, all right, so that was kind of the setup, uh, and let's talk about some test results next. So remember, we're gonna we're gonna break them into three categories. So we got mental stress, exercise stress, and then cold stress. So it's interesting that so under the mental mental the mental stress, uh, mental stress induces myocardial. Uh, Ischemia in patients with stable coronary artery disease. And this appears to be mediated by adrenal release from or the release of, uh, of certain enzymes. Now, CBD treatment reduced the resting systolic blood pressure. If you remember, the systolic blood pressure was the uh, pressure uh, the heart pushes out mm-hmm. uh, on a beat um, it also um, let's see if uh, let me read all of this for you although there was no overall differences in diastolic blood pressure and mean blood and, and the the arterial blood pressure between the two groups post hoc analysis showed that both uh, Diabolic, uh, diabolic blood pressure and uh, aerial blood pressure were lower with CBD treatment. Now, what that what that meant uh, the ad the post hoc hmm. means that they measured it right after the dose was given. Okay. Okay, I did have to look into that. Uh, CBD treatment reduces rest reduced resting stroke volume and also increased heart rate. Okay. So you, you're going and you're doing your math test 
and you're just not as stressed out while you're doing your math test. Is that, is right. that what the... Yeah. And let me go ahead and review some numbers. So uh, for this test, all 10, uh, the differences between the placebo and the the use of uh, the use of um, CBD was quite big. So of ten, I only found that it didn't have an impact on two people. The other fairly significant impacts across the board. Okay. So I uh, yeah I'm looking at a chart here, and the average uh, blood pressure drops. You know. Literally, only a one two percent. But hey, when you get your blood pressure done, you know these numbers. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Uh, one of the gentlemen had a one forty seven, and that was his. <coughs> that was his heart rate under duress when he was using the placebo. Okay. All right, we've all gotten our heart rate. Uh, you know, we all had blood pressure, and you know what one forty seven feels like. When he took the CBD, it dropped to one thirty eight. That was a significant drop. I work on my blood pressure all the time. I know that was a significant drop. Yeah. And that was pretty consistent with most of uh, the patients, uh, except only two, two uh, that I saw did not really have much of a movement. Okay. And did they have high blood pressure be before or no? Everybody, no, everybody was fairly healthy. Everybody was healthy. All right. Then we go to the uh, exercise test. Again, overall, CBD treatment reduced the systolic blood pressure and during, the ex during this exercise stress. So looking at the individual's response to exercise stress, Stubbicks had lower systolic uh, during the isometric exercise. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, so let's go to the cold stress test. Uh, again, looking at the individual's response to the cold presser test, subjects had, again, a lower systolic pressure during the stress test. So, again, that's the heart pressing. That's the heart, uh, the pressure the heart is pushing at. Uh -huh. So, based on this preclinical evidence, the aim of this study was to test the hypothesis that CBD would reduce the cardiovascular response to stress in healthy volunteers. We found that the resting blood pressure was lower after subjects had taken CBD and that the CBD blunted the blood pressure response to stress, meaning it, it, it blunted it. It, stopped, it, it, it pushed it back, Yeah. particularly in the pre- and post-stress periods. Post-hoc analysis showed an overall trend of lower systolic blood pressure, mean arterial pressure, diastolic pressure, stroke volume, and total peripheral resistance. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I also want to note that at the bottom they put safety and tolerance. And they also noted on that subject, and that note was CBD was well-tolerated, and there were no adverse events on the day of the stress test. None of the subjects reported any adverse events over the following week. So not only did they not report anything during the stress test, they had nothing, they reported nothing in a week following okay. those tests. Good. Now, I just want to remind you, they took 600 milligrams. Right. Now, they're all young, healthy males, but they took 600 milligrams. Crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of CBD 
Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think if the, I have any of my customers that are up that high, even just in a day. Yeah. And I don't. I would say no. I would say no. I, I think the most I've seen anybody take was 240. Yeah. Yeah, 240 milligrams, and and we did it in a controlled environment so that you know we could observe. Right. That was important for us to do, uh, and also you know keep him. Safe. You know, in a place, well, hey, let's assume we didn't need safe, but yes, that really was on our mind too, but, you know, just in a controlled environment. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's bring this segment to a wrap. Uh, take a small break and come back. Uh, thank you for <laughs> allowing me to struggle with some of the words here in these clinical uh, reports. Yes. As usual, it's it's a challenge. Sometimes it can be. I try to uh, rehearse a few of them, but they by the time I get here to the show, I, I may have forgotten one or two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to the cbd ed show if you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program please send an email to info at canafil.com that's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. All right, welcome back, listeners. Let's continue this discussion. High blood pressure, CBD, and other things. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Let's go with how to use CBD if you are interested in reducing your blood pressure. Yes. I mean, that is, in my opinion, the very f- most easiest to identify yeah and i i mean i i know we just heard about 600 milligrams but you definitely don't need to start no, anywhere we, near that we've not seen that but we'll talk yeah. about that one let's go there first okay all right let's just do that first so a research has suggested that taking even a single dose can lower blood pressure before and after stressful situations yes all right let's stop let's go there that's where we're going to go first so we know that it has that skill. And you can take CBD, you can vape it, because it's super fast when you vape it. Vape it. Mm-hmm. So if you are in a 
stressful situation, we're we're even going to recommend the vaping of it. But if that is something you are uncomfortable with, and I even I know being uncomfortable with that now is it's okay. Yes. But if you know a stressful situation is coming, then you can also tincture. Mm -hmm. That's when you put it under your tongue, and or you can ingest it, gummies and capsules, right, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so but they take a little bit of time, 45 minutes, an hour. So remember, we're taking this for a stressful situation, so do your best. Yeah, uh, but I now, so, I would also recommend that you just take, again, just take it every morning as just a daily supplement. Got that so one that, coming. Okay, yeah. all yeah. right. You are, yeah, no, I know, you're I always, on it. You're on it. I, I, like your, I like your thinking on that. Don't wait for that stress, right. that giant stressful situation to happen where you have to maybe take more CBD because now you're all yeah freaked out. Yes, so we have a fairly high uh, level of CBD and uh, full full spectrum in uh, some of our higher-end products. Yeah. Uh, so I took a fairly good dose this morning, probably in about 80, 80 milligrams. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, because I needed to pour over all these documents and put them into some form of delivery uh, and then back in practice on some words. So it was important that I had good clarity and focus, and it really does work. Oh, my goodness, it does. Anyway, uh, between that and my coffee. Uh, It also suggests that uh, we had talked about how uh, inflammation plays a role in both blood pressure and cardiovascular health. So using CBD on a regular basis does now two things for you. So as Kimberly was pointing out, you know, if you can maintain levels of atomide, and you, yeah, it's a, that hormone, they call it the happy molecule. If you can maintain a good level of that in your system, you are less prone to anxiety and you can manage stress better. Yes. The other thing is, <coughs> excuse me, the other thing is if you are taking CBD on a regular basis, you are also down-regulating the enzymes that promote inflammation. Right. So... Taking it on a regular basis is also well advised and suggesting that, you know, simple dose in the morning, whatever whatever your amount is, you can go to Canafil's website, see the dosing card if you want help on how much to take. Uh, but that would be a regular, uh, a regular uh, um, program of taking CBD once a morning. Uh, then you would have something that you could use anytime you were and you were going to anticipate stress or you're even going through stress. And then the last piece that is helpful, and everybody knows this, and everybody knows that CBD is very effective at increasing your healthy sleep. Yeah. Because it affects your sleep cadence. Yes, it does. Well, your sleep cadence is affected by your endocannabinoid system, and CBD affects your endocannabinoid system. But anyway, it gives everybody a great night's sleep. It is legit that that's how uh, that that's important to cardio health. How about uh, some? What, how about anything to add to that, Kimberly? No, I think talking a lot today. I get it. Yeah, (laughs) I think you did a good job there because again, I just feel like if you can just get on a daily regimen, then those things you won't notice them right away, but you will notice. Oh, you know what? I I don't react the way I used to react to things, and this doesn't hurt me, and I didn't feel that the other day. It's just the things. 
I can't tell you how many customers come in and go, I didn't think this was doing anything for me, but then I stopped taking it and here I am. I need to get back on my regimen. Yeah, the I, I think the reason that all the studies are being done is because they are, are completely aware how important your endocannabinoid system is to wor- running your body correctly. Yeah, yeah. And in today's diet, in today's world, our they, the, the, the studies already suggest are already stated it that because of, of the world we live in today, our endocannabinoid system is completely off most of the time. Well, yeah, it's challenged constantly right. from the, the minute you wake up and expose yourself Food, to chemicals, everything. All of it. Right. Yes. So, um, so really having CBD uh, or having your, endoc- go endo- your endocannabinoid system in balance is a rock star move for cardio health. Yes. All right. Uh, how about some lifestyle changes? Uh, let's play around with those two. Uh, stop smoking. How about choose good nutrition? A healthy diet is one of the best way, best weapons you have to fight cardiovascular disease. Uh, how about high blood cholesterol? How about lower high blood pressure? How about be physical every day? Aim for healthy weight. Manage your diabetes if you have it. And, of course, our biggest one is reduce stress. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we all know, older you get more stress you get. You'd think you'd be wiser and know how to manage it, but right? I, I think we know as we get wiser, we know how to add more. That's yeah, the, well, that's the thing. You're just like, oh, uh, I, I know I'm at this level, but I need to be at that level, and I need to do this. And, and so just relax. Enjoy life. You know, don't stress out about yeah. everything. And put a little bit more greens in your diet and maybe take a, a walk, maybe a faster walk than usual just to get that heart flowing yep let's let's uh let let me pull out some information that i also dug out uh let's talk about your cholesterol seems to come up in heart uh disorders all the time yeah and you know who doesn't go there and have your doctor go hey get your cholesterol down right now i I think, again, like I said before, if you're already taking a prescription, let we're not saying stop taking your prescription. Always talk to your doctor and say, hey, I'm thinking about CBD. Will this help me? Will, can I do it with my medication? What can I do? And then you can maybe hopefully gradually move away from your 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 medication and you don't have to increase the CBD if as long as it's working and you can just wean off something that'd be great. If not, it's still there helping you. And I I want to just emphasize uh, a piece of what she had said, especially if you're on on high blood pressure drugs. Yeah, don't do, yeah. go right. see your doctor. Yeah, <laughs> we are not saying that CBD is going to cure anything, but it can help. Yeah, even the medical world knows that uh, heart pressure, uh, blood pressure medicine uh, has some terrible side effects. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, make sure you uh, do exactly that. That's a good call. Uh, let's um, cholesterol. So cholesterol, uh, I want to share because I learned a lot when I finally understood, well, what about cholesterol do I need to know? And it's really about the three, the uh, the HDL, the LDL, and the V, uh, HLDL. I said that correctly. Uh, but anyway, between those three, the HDL, uh, the, the, bad, the bad varieties are the low-density 
lipoprotein, uh, lipoproteins, the L LDL. There's an LDL and then a VLDL. And of course, the V is very low density uh, lipoproteins. Okay. Those are the ones that are most important. Now... And is that all diet? That is. That's correct. So what food causes high LDL in your cholesterol? So eating saturated fats, which are the main diet linked uh, that cause that high cholesterol. Uh, so uh, it also... Um, so let's talk about 13 simple ways to lower your cholesterol. And the other thing they're looking at is your tri triglycerides. So the two things to look at are your LDL and your triglycerides. Uh, saturated fats are the big cause uh, up in both of those. So let's look at these eight things to lower your triglycerides. First, lose some weight. Whenever you eat more calories than you need, your body turns those calories into triglycerides and stores them into fat cells. Yeah. Okay. Didn't want to hear all that. <laughs> Limit your sugar intake. Uh, I did hate it when I wrote this one down. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we've been kind of um, giving ourselves a break yeah. on those things. I know, and I, I, we do good, and then and then yeah. when we get you know two gallons of ice cream will show up. All right, eat more fiber. Yes. All right, plants. Those Just greens are plants, good for you, right? Exercise regularly. Mm -hmm. It condition. Yeah, it has a lot to do with the arterial walls. Avoid trans fats. Eat fatty fish twice a week. Increase your intake of unsaturated fats. I believe olive oil is a nice uh, alter uh, version for that. So triglycerides in the blood can clog arteries, making you more likely to develop heart disease. So give that some thought too. Well, I hope, you know, the stress was the big one for us. Yeah. Yeah, CBD is not going to have any impact on uh, breaking down your cholesterol and your LDL and your, none of those. But uh, it does have an impact on sleep, on your anxiety, and your inflammation. So based off of the research we've presented uh, and kind of focusing you in an area to look, we'll leave it up to you to make a decision whether uh, you want to give... CBD a try. I also want to remind you, it's important where you get your CBD. Yes, very important. Uh, let's just say you do have a regimen here and you want to jump off your high blood pressure medicine and explore CBD, but you got it from an unreputable place and didn't have any CBD in it. That just sounds like a really bad outcome. So spend a little extra time. Uh, CBD is not, uh, it's not difficult. Not difficult to look at their test results, give them a call first. Uh, so forth and so on and feel free to any time that you want uh, reach out uh, to uh, info at canafil.com and I'm happy to help you talk with your preferred provider of CBD yeah uh, I also want to invite you that if you would like any of any of these three studies uh, email me at info at canafil.com and I will send them to you all right let's say that this is a wrap for today's show I hope the information we dug up for you was helpful. Uh, feel free to continue this conversation. You can continue it with me at info at canafil.com or our Instagram at canafil. Uh, both of those are good places. Uh, Till then, watch your stress, get lots of sleep. Kimberly, thank you very much for your input today. Oh, you're very welcome. 
talk. I didn't get a lot of input in, but I know <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> All right, so this is Ed from the CBD Ed Show, hoping to raise your potential. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.